Amazon making history on Tuesday, crossing that $1 trillion market cap milestone. 13 years post-Prime launch, Bezos finally giving us a number that is 100 million Prime subscribers globally. Who doesn't use Amazon every single day of their lives? And this is not just it. The businesses based on Amazon are also worth billions of dollars. Hi, I'm Samaksh, along with my buddy Anirudh. This week, we will be discussing businesses on e-commerce platforms. Welcome to Startup Sutra. Alright, so the name of this episode is Republic of Amazon. As you know, most of these online sellers today, these marketplaces such as Amazon and Flipkart, their revenues and their valuations are today rivaling those of the GDPs of several nations. So they are so huge that it makes sense to build businesses on top of these marketplaces. So let's start off with the first idea. So the first idea is revenue-based financing for these online sellers who are selling their products on these marketplaces such as Amazon and Flipkart. So traditionally, most of these online sellers, they are dependent on either banks for their loans or some of the big ones that have some valuations that have a credible team. They can go for, you know, external funding through VCs and things like that. But most of these online small sellers, they are not able to access this capital because either you have to give collateral to the bank or you are not that big enough gain some equity funding from some VC. So the third alternative that has come up now is called revenue-based financing, which means that you are funding the cash flows of these online sellers in terms of small-term loans, which are not based on collaterals, but rather based on the past revenue that they have generated on these marketplaces. So most of these companies, they access the data and their underwriting process is based on the historical data that they are able to generate from these online sellers. And on the basis of that, they provide these loans to these companies. So there are a lot of big ones that have come up. Some of them like in the Western market are ClearBank, which is a multi-billion dollar company. There are a lot of Indian ventures as well in the space. Some of the big ones being Club, K-L-U-B, which recently raised about $20 million in seed funding. Then there's another one called GetVantage, then there's one called Velocity Finance and there's one called N plus one Capital. So there's a boom in these revenue-based financing companies. And I think it is going to grow even more, especially with the rise of e-commerce during the pandemic. What do you think? I think that this is a fantastic idea. Rather than getting stuck in the bank's process, you go to a private player who lend you the money and you can grow your business. So let us move on to our next idea. Our next idea is the hottest segment on Amazon right now, the Amazon aggregators. So what are aggregators? Aggregators are the biggest, bigger brands that buy out small sellers on Amazon to consolidate the business under one roof. Basically, we can call them online PNGs that are in general growing with better understanding of data, better resources, better marketing they are able to grow the same businesses that these small sellers have been handling. Because the small sellers do not have the tech expertise and the process in Amazon is getting a little more complicated and the margins are shrinking. These people are able to maintain all of that. To give you an example how hot this segment is, as a referral commission, they were recently offering a Tesla Model Y in one of the conferences. All the aggregators that are looking for these small sellers, they'll just look for certain stats and certain prerequisites before they acquire a brand. But we have to remember that this idea is being heavily backed by the VCs and in just 3-4 years, unicorns have been popping up in the market. 
this year alone multi billion dollars have been raised in this particular business so let us come on to who are the biggest players in the market thrasio is the biggest player in this market who have raised 1.7 billion dollars till date and they have just spent 200 million dollars in the last 15 days and that was just one of the purchase of one of the sellers another big player that is in the market is perch who has 70 plus brands under their name and they have also raised about 900 million in funding yeah this seems very very interesting and especially this is a very new concept this came in 2018 and with the rise of e-commerce it is booming did you see anything in india of the same lines yeah actually you will be amazed to hear about this opportunity we have a player called 10 club in india they have raised one of the largest seed rounds in india they raised 40 million dollars this number is so big that the people who genuinely take interest in the startup ecosystem will immediately realize that the segment will see some unusual growth with india being one of the largest market for e-commerce in the world and one of the fastest growing markets we can see another player coming up in the market very soon the market is very big and it is too big for one player to handle this and maybe the future opportunity could be when they consolidate all these small sellers they can venture off on their own they might not even need amazon or flipkart in the near future basically an aggregator just have to has an important industry knowledge and strong directional sense so that they can pursue this particular business some niche players are popping up in the market such as in the healthcare industry or there are aggregators who just deal in fashion another business which is totally related to this one is to play the middleman and earn money in commissions or you could be a consultant who advises them in the mna deals and earns money through that yeah this makes sense because like as 10 club has popped up there will be three or four more players that will pop up very very soon so there will be intense competition between these you know companies to acquire smaller brands so if you are able to provide a good deal flow to these companies i think you can make a good commission like people as you mentioned in the us are making teslas over a single deal so if you translate that into money i think you can make a pretty decent business for yourself all right so let's move on to the next idea so this is a little scammy one uh, it has a little ethical issues as well but i think everybody should know about this in order to understand how the process works so this idea is about review farms basically fake review farms so what is happening today is like whenever you go online to purchase a product the first thing that you see in order to judge whether you will be wanting to buy that product or not is the reviews and the ratings that the products have so what is happening now is that suppose you want to build your own product today in order to get on to the first or the second page on the amazon rankings you need to have great reviews and ratings so what is happening is that fake review farms are popping up and they work in a very very sophisticated manner so that they can evade the all the processes or the checkpoints that amazon has put in place to weed out these fake reviews so how they work is basically they uh, operate as you know whatsapp groups or telegram groups and what these companies do is they approach these sellers to provide them you know fake uh, reviews for money so how they operate is once they get that deal from that particular product or company they'll spread the information about that product on their whatsapp groups and tell people to buy those products and then write a review for that product because you cannot review a product unless you have bought that product so you buy the product 
put up a review send the screenshots and after you send the screenshots the company will pay you back for your product so essentially you're getting the product for free in place of the reviews that you are writing for those companies this is a very very sophisticated way in which they are operating they are not operating on the basis of bots because it is very easy to track and eliminate fake reviews that are generated by bots instead if they are written by humans there is that you know variability element and hence it becomes much more difficult to track down these fake reviews for these online companies like amazon and it has become a major problem because what happens is like suppose you launch a new innovative product on amazon today and 10 days later a chinese counterfeit pops up and then they get those fake reviews and they climb on to the first page of amazon rankings and your invention goes into their hands so basically you are losing out on money because of their scammy tactics but i think you should understand this because that is how the game is played today yeah uh, i also read one of the articles that there were certain established sellers on amazon who were doing really well and then these other products popped up who were not of the same quality but they received better ratings and they got better reviews and every day when we go to a purchase we believe those reviews and they also made bad reviews for these people when you have a one star review and a lot of people click that this review was helpful that review comes on top for your product and they started losing sales because of that this brings us to our next idea all of us the users of the e-commerce services have returned products exchanged them or just have sent them back because we didn't want it this is a feature and a convenience as a part of the whole e-commerce process that we have every year these retailers due to these particular processes generate 2.25 billion kgs of waste and these are due to the 10-15% of the unsold invent unsold inventory across the platforms and also there is a huge return number that contributes to this uh, particular process and because when we are purchasing online we uh, we have a lot more choice problems rather than when we go to physically buy a product the return numbers increase by 3 times with items like TVs it becomes much more complicated because due to the complicated cycle the complicated operational cycle of travel and going back sometimes most of these products break down and for TVs and all rather than companies sitting evaluating each and every product and then repairing it and then starting to sell that product again they just find it much easier to just scrap that particular product an interesting statistic related to that there was a european center for amazon and they dumped about 293000 products in a particular year and uh, today in this ever changing world in today's ever changing fashion world the unsold inventories in this particular segment are a huge problem some companies who lead with their fashion like burberry had to burn a lot of products because either they were unsold or returned back so burberry in a year in 2018 they burned 28.3 million pounds worth of products and some other fashion retailers have seen the same thing across the industry so there is this concept that amazon is starting to follow right now and a lot of other sellers are also popping up in this segment whatever these returned items are there they make a mystery box out of it and then they sell those mystery products in india these are sold by other companies not particularly by amazon right now but in foreign countries the mystery box segment is particularly popular you order a 50 dollar 100 dollar or a 500 dollar mystery box 
and the value that you get is sometimes 10x sometimes some people have reported in the 50 dollar mystery box segments they have found beats headphones and a mystery box sounds a little small but they are physically huge another segment that is popping up due to this particular return and unsold inventory is the resale market sometimes these fashion companies who are not so much worried about their value of the brand going down due to the unsold products they sell it to the lo- local shopkeepers or the hyper local chains that are there and then they are sold at say half a value uh, once they remain unsold there then they are passed on to say dollar stores or flea markets in the foreign countries then sometimes they are donated this reduces the wastage uh, amount of it and because this whole retail is a 2 trillion dollar market the resale market is also huge so the business opportunity that exists here is that you officially come in contract with some of these fashion companies and this can also happen in india because a lot of fashion companies have been popping up because when these products are returned you receive them from the local amazon flipkart or mintra whatever centers and then you sell them locally another clothing problem that is appearing in this market is the fit a lot of us uh, have this practice where we order three of the same products and whichever one is the truest fit we keep that product and return return the other two and we are seeing already that there are a lot of complication with the return products so there is this startup called truefit they use ai and they scan like 20 25 points on your body to get a particular fit for your uh, body and then they suggest you the products right now walmart and target have started using it but the product is never perfect so these kind of products might pop in uh, pop up in india also and companies like amazon or flipkart or mintra might start to use it where people can maintain their particular body profiles and they can order better products final idea is about things that we have heard about apple like apple whenever they sell their high value electronic products they take them back and they have this deal with amazon and other sellers that whatever apple high value product will be sold if it is returned it should be returned back to apple what they do is they recycle the particular components to make the next gen products similar things can be followed once if you come in a contract with a particular company that has these returned products too many uh, these products can be returned to you because the companies do not accept it you can reuse those components to run a franchise model of a component repair business yeah seems interesting and i especially like the mystery box one because it has a lot of you know components that surprise element to it so uh, you might have seen that episode uh, series on history tv 18 that was called storage wars so this is very similar to that when you know it's kind of a treasure hunt basically all right so let's move on to the last segment of the episode and this one is focused on the packaging products or the packaging supplies that these online sellers use so you might be surprised to note that there are over 1 billion boxes billion with a b billion boxes being shipped by amazon every single month they spend over 30 billion dollars on shipping products in 2018 and it has further been increasing especially in the pandemic so if you look at the overall corrugated boxes market it is a 1 trillion dollar market per year so that is the kind of scale that these packaging companies have today so you must know you must be knowing about uh, bubble wraps right so the company behind bubble wrap is called sealed air and it also produces those air packets that you see in your uh, e-commerce packaging today so that company is making over 4.9 billion dollars in revenue in 2020 alone 
so that is the kind of scale that these companies can achieve another interesting thing that is happening is like suppose you as an investor want to ride the e-commerce wave and you want to invest your money in amazon stock but since amazon stock is not that easily available on the stock market what is happening is that a lot of companies are now focusing on investing in these paper companies that are building products these packaging products for amazon and other online sellers so today what is happening is so most of these online uh, marketplaces they are dominating in terms of revenue for these paper companies so 70% of their revenue today is coming from the packaging materials that they are making for these online sellers and the rest 30% comprises of newspaper and copy print so what is happening is like in tandem with the amazon stock the stock of these paper companies is also uh, rising so most of these investors have now shifted to investing in these paper companies in order to make uh, that same amount of returns that they would have invested in amazon stock but because that stock is not available to them they are hedging their money in this secondary market and making the same returns the idea sounds amazing actually and uh, everything depending on amazon and amazon carrying this whole field sounds very interesting in this episode we discussed revenue based financing for online sellers amazon aggregators fake review farms the resale and mystery box business business of e-commerce packaging thank you for listening to the podcast and do follow <laughs>